Welcome to Fiercely Authentic. My name is Natalie Gifford, and I'm here to help you lean into your most authentic self. If you are looking to explore the hard things, navigate through your healing, and be empowered by knowing you're not alone, you've found the right place. I'm here to walk through your healing and hard stuff with you, to encourage you to grow and expand outside your self-imposed limitations, and to realize that you are worth your very best. I want this podcast to be a safe place to explore our most precious relationship, the one we have with ourselves. In doing so, allowing our outside connections to be strengthened and freeing ourselves to live our best lives. Welcome to Fiercely Authentic. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, Fiercely Authentic people. This is Natalie, your host, and welcome to Fiercely Authentic. I am so glad that you're joining me today in today's episode. Today, I want to briefly discuss the power of the pause. What do you mean, power of the pause, Natalie? Well, I'm glad to tell you. The power of the pause is is in reference to taking that half second or second to pause and either reflect pause or think, pause or just breathe before reacting or saying something to someone or whatever. Like today. Today's prime example. This is a little bit um, of an exaggerated one, but I'm actually working on healing a few toxic behaviors I have when I get very anxious and stressed out. So today was a necessary extra long pause. But anyways, today just started off on the wrong foot. Have you ever had days like that where it just starts off on the wrong foot? You wake up and there's really not much, you know, really not anything wrong, but everything is going wrong. Like, My son woke up extremely grumpy today and literally screamed and cried at me for the hour it took me to get ready. An hour straight. The whole time I was in the shower, the whole time I was putting on makeup, the whole time I was getting dressed, he was just screaming at me. And don't worry, I tried to give him milk, I tried to give him juice, I gave him his Fruit Loops, I even snuck him a graham cracker. I was, you know, I was doing all kinds of different things trying to appease him and Ultimately, what he really wanted was me to just hold him. And I did. I did try to hold him for like five, ten minutes. I don't know. I really didn't time it. But it was it was a short period of time because I was trying to get ready for work. And But he just was crying. So that, you know, that kind of... You can't leave that situation without being frustrated. You just can't. <clears throat> so I tried to breathe through it and just make it and get him to daycare and then me get to work and you know just try to get started on my day I get to work and yesterday two computers went down and today one of the computers that I thought I fixed was no longer working so I had to spend hours working on that very frustrating while I'm trying to fix those computers, I'm getting phone call after phone call of people asking me questions, which, you know, norm, under normal circumstances, it doesn't really bother me too terribly bad. I'm pretty patient when it comes to other people needing help. But like I said, I, my frustration factor was already basically full at this point, and I kept getting calls of these questions that... I, I have, you know, I, I know they could have helped themselves, but it's so much easier to just turn and call Natalie. And like I said, it normally I'm just 
you know, I just help and just move on with my life. But today I was already frustrated. So that just kind of added to it. And I just kept getting angrier and angrier. And I was feeling my anxiety start to kind of swell up and take over things. I was having my toxic behaviors of where I started snapping and and just being mad and just being angry and, and, and woe is me and, you know, blaming everybody else and all that jazz. And then I just, you know what? I said, wait a second. I need a break. So I took my pause. I, I left work and went home for lunch and just sat in the quiet. Took my pause. <clears throat> While I was, uh, traveling home and I and I uh I think I was checking a couple emails not while I was traveling that sounded terrible but I checked a couple emails when I got home and and it was you know same situation that I felt I was being catty and I was frustrated and I wanted to respond very negatively and just kind of lash out and I just took a second and just put my phone down walked away from it and paused and then came back once I was in a better state of mind and answered the emails and it worked out a lot better than had I reacted emotionally in that moment. So that's what I'm meaning of power in the pause. If somebody angers you or says something rude to you, pause for a second before you react. Think about it in, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, you should just stand by and allow people to treat you terribly. But, you know, pause for a second and just try to make that person human instead of just, you know, making that person a target. Remember that maybe they're having a bad day or maybe, you know, somebody didn't love them enough as they were coming up and, and you are just their target for the moment. So do you add to the situation by reacting emotionally or do you pause for a second, breathe, and then respond? My natural inclination is option A. (laughs) But the, what I'm trying to retrain my brain and make, you know, life easier on me and, and protect my inner bubble, as I've referenced before, I'm trying to practice more of option B, power of the pause, where I stop for a second, I breathe, I don't block the emotional reaction that I'm having, but I give it a chance to kind of roll through me and then breathe it out and then try to respond in a more controlled fashion. Am I perfect at it? Obviously not. I have a lot of work to do, but the better I get at it, the better life is for me, the better, more balanced I am, the better I am in reacting towards my husband. Um, because, you know, wives, we just, and, and girlfriends, you know, that are dating men, we just, we just know they have this ability to just piss us off, even though we love them so much. <laughs> so trying to practice the pause in that situation with my husband has, has bolstered our marriage and our relationship and made it better trying to practice the pause and reacting to my one-year-old son. Uh, he's one years old or one year old, however you say it. And I'm an adult. He is going to press my buttons. That's what he does. So practice the pause when I react to him so I can help guide him and bring him up and keep him in a positive 
and balanced environment. Practicing the pause when I'm reacting to friends who maybe are having a bad day or coworkers or family members or that stranger I just passed at the gas station. Just practice that one second pause. There is so much power when we use our emotions as tools not cut them off and block them off like I used to, which exasperated a lot of my mental illness, but actually use them, lean into them, feel them, and use them as the tools that they were designed to be to, you know, gauge the situation, but not allow them to control us and be able to react and respond in a balanced and Uh, in a balanced way and out of a place of love and peace from within ourselves. There's so much power in that. So I encourage you to try practicing the pause. And if you have any questions, connect with me on Facebook at Fiercely Authentic. Um, shoot Shoot me a message to the page or shoot me a voice message here on Anchor or, you know, whatever however you would like to get in touch I would love to hear from you and 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 hear about the moments that you you have practiced the pause and I hope you have a great day and I hope you remember you are worth your very best